0: Hey, what's up? This is the White Rabbit, Zach Rain, your Eclipse Wrestling Heavyweight Champion, and you're watching the Three Count
1: Podcast.
2: Welcome, everybody, to another great edition of the Three Count Podcast presents Now Entering the Ring. I am your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller, as always, and let's go down this roster of one. He is here. He's the soul master. He's the one that everybody knows that he books his own shows and books himself to go over every single time. He is the man who beats only bears in Russia if they come at him in reverse directions, but he's done it 27 times. He is also the racist beating and the greatest of our own kind. He is the man. You know him the best. He is the guy they call Chris Idol. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Always a pleasure to be here. It's a little lonely in the studio today, though. It is a little lonely.
2: (laughs) Y'all don't understand. I've done so many of these just riding solo. It's good to have a partner. (laughs) So this is the Three Count Podcast presents Now Entering the Ring, which means one thing. We have a special guest for you. This man, he has been seen up and down the East Coast, one CW. But more importantly, you can find him on IWTV, a part of... Fight Club Pro Wrestling. This is the man. He's been pushing his great title. We have to just give a big round of applause for this man himself. He is a veteran, Army veteran himself, and I'm, I'm excited to be actually well call him, you know, service brother. So give it up for the man himself, Johnny Cross.
1: Yo, yo, what is up, people? How doing? y'all doing out here?
2: Hey, man, okay. I appreciate you coming in
1: <laughs> and
2: just hanging out with us for a second, man.
1: Uh, that's, that's all right. That's cool. That's cool. But I'm
2: nervous.
1: Got, <laughs> so I'm nervous.
2: Nervous. You got nervous. I'm, ter- go I'm
1: terrible you. with questions. We, we're gonna see.
2: We're gonna see. We're gonna walk you. Oh. We're gonna walk you through everything. <laughs> you. You're gonna enjoy it. So really, what it is, man? I got a round of questions. I yeah. just got a round of questions. We also have a round of questions from uh, our third member, who just currently isn't in today. But mm-hmm. most importantly, I have to do tell you that you have been one of the most requested people to be on the show. So I. Oh. Uh. That's dope. <laughs> I wouldn't have known that. <laughs> That's dope. So, all right. First question for you, man. I ask this. It's kind of like your general statement question. Who is mm-hmm. Johnny Cross?
1: Ah, Johnny Cross. You, what are you looking for? Are you looking for the man or the character?
2: <laughs> Why not both? What?
1: Either way. Okay. So, so me, the uh, Johnny Cross, um... I'm a, a mixture of what I like to say. I'm a mixture of DMX and, <laughs> and Malcolm X. <laughs> uh, I'm a mixture of both. Um, I am my ancestors' wildest dreams. I also like to say that I'm also my ancestors' wildest dreams because I do everything for, <laughs> for my ancestors. And I listen to uh, what they have to say to me. Sometimes it's crazy shit. But, you know, oh, can I curse? Oh yeah, yeah, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, that shit. You know what I'm saying? I know I come off as crazy, but that's all right. No, it's fine with me, man. <laughs> so, most
2: importantly, man, like we know that you are. You know, you've got your own promotion that you've been running. You know, you're you're a co-founder because we've also we've had uh, Chris Kazama on the show. So oh,
1: this crazy because I was going to be like, y'all should have asked Chris. Y'all should have asked me because <laughs> he's a personality, man. I mean, I'm personality too, but you know. <laughs> terrible with people
2: (laughs) it's okay but anyway so we know that we know you you know you're the promoter you're the co-founder we know Mm -hmm. that you're also one of the bookers and you're a worker so tell us about like what's it like to be in those positions and carry those many that many hats
1: oh shit okay so so i started this all by myself um Okay, I can't really say all by myself, you know. Me and when, me and this guy I went to school with, he's the one who designed the Pan African World Diaspora Wrestling Championship. He's the one who uh designed it. Uh me and Latif, we would just talk about wrestling just just all this day. I even had my own uh videos on YouTube where I used to uh used to be named uh, WWE Black or whatever. Uh I used to just talk about the black wrestlers in WWE and the 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 shit they were going through. Um so, I started this by myself, and then I quickly realized that, uh, yeah, it's, it's impossible to do this by yourself. Um, I knew, I've known Chris for, I've known Chris since I got back from Afghanistan, 20, uh, 2012. Uh, they were backyard wrestling, and I met them then, at that point, and I asked them, I was like, yo, like, hey, um, why are you guys wrestling in a park when you could, like, do this at the DC Armory? And from that point on, like, uh, I met him, I met Ty, uh, I met, um, uh, Jamila. Well, she was, she she's a little bit later and I met, I met all of these great people and it's tax, it's taxing. Even in the beginning, I was trying to do everything by myself. I was trying to book everything. I was trying to pay for everything. I was trying to, I was trying to do everything by myself. Uh, I am my father's son. I, I don't ask for help. So, uh, it's tiring. It's very tiring until I met Chris and he literally took like, he literally took half the load off of my, uh, off my, uh, desk. He took those hats. We disperse all the work now. And it's a lot easier than it was uh, before. So it's, it's, it's taxing to wear all that many hats because I don't just do wrestling. Like I'm a writer uh I've published books, uh, three actually. Um I'm working on my fourth currently. Uh that's pretty much it. I mean, uh, I don't just do that. Like the, I video edit, uh occasionally I rap, occasionally I act. Uh, there's a there's a lot of different things that I do, plus this. That's been um yeah, it's, it's a lot. <laughs> I hardly have time to do anything. No, I I
2: understand as as a co-founder of this channel, trust me, man, I understand, like, the editing part. The oh, God. Audience, like, pushing stuff out. Are you, only, that.
1: are you the only one doing the editing? Yes. 100%. You need to tell them to learn how to edit. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I've been editing since I was 17 years old. I had to teach myself how to do it. And then me and my friends would do, like, skits and things, like, for, like, a five-year span. And I noticed at the end of that five-year span... I'm the only one, like, I, they could have learned how to edit and do done all that the same stuff I'm doing. Like, I'm the only one doing it. It got it gets taxing. Man, help him. Chris, <laughs>
0: L- help listen, him. Listen, I I know all about the struggle. I had to take my own hiatus from editing for the same yeah. reason. I, I self-taught myself how to do every Photoshop, Premiere, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy mm-hmm. man it's like one of those things where like i picked it up i was looking for like a good editing program but i didn't want to i didn't want something that was gonna be on my computer because i was like i'm always on the go mm-hmm. so like all these interviews even like this one right so i'll take this one i'll download it into my uh into my google drive i'll download it to my phone i, I have all the templates already ready to go so i just mm-hmm. put templates up like put some transitions throw our our theme song on there and then by yeah. the time now these guys are all like Oh, you're already done with that.
1: I was like, no, dude. It's just routine now. It's just go Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it, man.
2: And
1: it was like, there's like scheduling the dates. So dude. like, I edit the shows too. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, yeah. If you oh, watched, yeah. if you watched our, what was it? We called it Fight Island. I edited it. <laughs> okay. I did all of the editing. Everything. <laughs> Literally <laughs> everything. I shot it everything like obviously chris had some uh some stuff in there but
2: (laughs) yeah it's it's wild man i i definitely understand so like with each each hat that you wore and are currently wearing like Mm -hmm. what are some like the challenges that you've had to overcome and like what are some of the challenges you've had and then how to have you have you overcome those challenges
1: uh i think my greatest challenge is that I, i i said it earlier like i i try to do everything by myself and I feel like most people, once they get older, they start realizing that it's trying to do everything yourself is almost impossible. Um, cause I feel like society put so much pressure on people to like be so self like sufficient that, uh, that it will break people. Um, there's a reason also a reason why I actually help other people. I don't just, uh, do, do everything my, by, uh, by myself now, but I have, I've had to learn how to let people help me because otherwise I would run myself into the ground because I've done it before and it is not a pretty sight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Don't worry, man. I definitely understand. Um, yeah. So I want to ask one of the questions that Chaz actually sent in, right? Mm-hmm. So he asked, what went into the decision in making Trisha Adora the first PAWDC?
1: Damn. Okay. So, so y'all want the behind the scenes? Y'all want that dirt?
2: <laughs>
1: All right. Hey, man, so, if you don't want to be behind the curtain, we don't. We won't peek. We won't. No, 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 I, uh, no, no. No, because so I've been pretty been. open with this. Um, one of my favorite wrestlers is Sunny Kiss. Right. Mm-hmm. I met Sunny Kiss. I don't know what four years back. I didn't really even like meet him. Or whatever. Uh, obviously. I saw him and I thought it was a girl originally, right? But anyway, I watched him work and I was like, yo, that's a bad mamma jammer. That's a bad motherfucker. And I'm already thinking about the belt. We already created the belt, I think. Yep, at that time, the belt was already being created. It was actually being it was actually in production by uh, belts by Dan. Um, and me and Latif were like, okay, who who should be who should be the champ? Right? Cause I've always known Trish. Me and Trish went to Afghanistan together. Oh really? Yeah. Uh me and Trish went to Afghanistan together. We oh, in twenty twelve. Okay. All of twenty twelve we were deployed uh, on the same base. Okay. So I've always known Trish. Um and the craziest thing is we both were like we both want to be wrestlers. Uh she was like 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 everybody who's serious about su- super serious about being a wrestler, they fucking drop everything and they go to Florida. Um I w I I am not a people person. Uh and even in a group of people that I know, I still get shy about wrestling. So, like, you, you can't be a shy wrestler because otherwise, you're gonna fuck up, or you're gonna hurt somebody, or you're just not gonna impress anybody. Because, because then, because you know, the the vets want you to um, the vets want you to volunteer and, and that type of thing, and, and to to impress them, you know, go to like tryouts and stuff. Like, anyway, point of the matter is, uh, I knew. Trish for a long time. So my original plan was actually to to, to, to book uh Sonny Kiss as uh the first Pan-African World Diaspora Wrestling Champion. Um, he was the first uh person we chose. Uh we chose him because uh, obviously, I mean somebody saw something in him. Now that's why he's on AEW. Uh right. he got signed. <laughs> He got signed, and I was like, okay, yeah, his, his price tag probably like a, a whole G right now. But during that whole time, Trish had been, like, tearing shit up, right? Trish had been tearing shit up, and Grimm, Mr. Grimm, awesome talent, been was tearing shit up, right? So I was like, okay, I don't know how long Trish is going to be on the market, because uh, I know that Trish is going to get signed. Like, like, it's one of those things, like, you just, you just, like, it's when I looked at Sonny, I was like, that nigga gonna get signed, and it doesn't matter how gay he is, like, uh he's gonna get signed. Um I, f- I have that same, like, pit in my stomach about Trish. Trish is gonna get signed. I don't know with who, I don't know with who, but, like, I know somebody's gonna sign her, and then eventually, it, it like, it went from fast, she was, uh, she was killing it at yeah, she went to California. She's killing it over at Hood Slam. She come back. She's killing it back over here. Now she had fucking R.H. Killing it at R.H. Um, uh, future, uh, future of honor, right? Right. And I'm watching her because I'm. I was actually, uh, actually decided to get serious and went to M.C.W. That's uh, the big training school in my area, uh, Merlin uh, Championship Wrestling. I went to that school and they like partnered with ROH. So I'm watching Trish. Like I'm watching Trish, and I'm just like. Yo, that girl is gold. I'm also watching Grim. Grim is gold. I don't, I don't, I don't, honestly, I don't know why any of these people, part of the reason why I created this belt in the first place, I don't know why any of these people didn't get signed yet. So I'm like, you know what? All right. Okay. I'm going to put the title on Grim, right? Um, a lot of things happened leading up to then that uh, we were supposed to be at C3W, then that, that stopped because of uh, egos and then we just basically formed fight by ourselves. Um, it felt right. We changed and we was like, you know what, Trish, Trish deserves this. Trish deserves this. And not only that, I want people to know that like uh, it, it makes more of a statement because like uh, we, at the time people were like, Oh, uh, men shouldn't wrestle women. And, again i've known Trish since afghanistan Trish is one of the strongest people i know notice i said people i did yeah. not say woman Trish is strong as hell um so so i feel like uh in the realm of believability um if a person is wrestling someone they're as strong as and they're as skilled as it makes sense like i don't believe Uh, what Jungle Boy should beat fucking Luchasaurus ever. Like, but it's going to happen. It's like Rey Mysterio, that whole deal. So with Trish, it was like that with her, Grim, and Darius Lockhart, who's also another person we consider who also should be signed. So we we fucking, she is hot as fire because she was killing that primetime, which also opened up in DC. So we decided we was going to make Grim the super bad guy because Grimm is really good bad guy, and he has a manager, Sean Carlson, who is really good at just heating people up. So we decided, you know, we're going to make Grimm the super bad guy because he carried it, um, and we're going to make Trish the super underdog. And if you watch the video on IWTV, it was the right decision. Motherfuckers was crying. Okay, <laughs> it was the right decision. That is the reason why we chose Trish. That's why we put the title on Trish. It really didn't have anything to do with her knowing me. If I didn't know Trish, uh, more than likely she would have that title still. And that's the story. At least uh, that's it's not the detailed story, but it's the story. You know.
0: <laughs> I can attest yeah. to that too. By the way, I was at that show where she won the title. There, mm-hmm. there were tears in the audience. It, it okay. was a it, it was a beautiful moment and I agree. It, it felt right. Yeah. It was like perfect call.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I was like, I remember getting that phone call from Chaz and he was like, Trish won. Oh my God, dude, you should have seen the match. I was like, mm-hmm. I will watch it on IWTV. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I was like, but thanks for spoiling it for me, Chaz. I was definitely uh, great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was waiting to be surprised and then that happened. I was uh, like, so yeah. I knew who was, I knew who won going into it, and I was excited either way.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: yeah, man. So uh, let me see. I got to see what else Chaz had. Chaz had one more other question that he wanted to ask. Mm-hmm. Um, well, actually, you just talked about that anyway. He was like, "How to fight pro, get started." But we have already talked about that, so he. Didn't... Oh,
1: oh. Yeah. Actually, I, I can tell you the story now if you want some juice. Johnny, give us the juice. We you want really all. Of You're about it. to get the juice, the and the salt. So all we right, are, so. all right, yeah. We Better created work, the belt. We created the title. And we we tried to fund our own show uh, using GoFundMe. It didn't work very well. Um, I think we got $600 from the, GoFund, the, the GoFundMe. Uh, it was hard trying to get the title out there because I knew when people saw that title that people were going to fucking lose their minds. Um, expect, like, black people, I, I already knew we were going to get heat for it. But I didn't care. I was like, the heat is going to help us. So, whatever. Uh, uh, Black people are going to lose their mind when they see this. Um, And I'm not sure who, but someone, it might have been um, Black Wrestling Alliance on Instagram. They shared our shit. Yes, that's exactly who it was. That's where I first saw it. They shared us. And from that point on, we blew up everybody's talking about the belt. Oh, I want to get a copy of the belt. And I'm just like, I ain't got no, I don't know how to do any of that stuff. I just want to do a tournament and give the belt to somebody. Um, <laughs> we didn't have the money to do it. Right. And there are two companies uh, sprouting up in our areas. Um, Primetime and C3W. Right. Um, those two companies were uh, already had shows. And I was just trying to get one show off just to get a title. And then every, every year have an annual show. I didn't want, I did not want to have a promotion. I didn't care to have a promotion because I just wanted to wrestle or go up MCW, do my thing, try to get the ROH, and then that—that that was my goal. Um, so we—we we were contacted by uh, someone also on Instagram, and they said, "You know what? You should talk to this guy because we were looking for a venue, and the venues are like three thousand dollars here. Contact this guy." And we talked, and the guy is the guy from C3W. Um, so I start, uh, talk to him. We have a meeting. We have like two different meetings. All right. He's like, okay, you can run your, you can run your tournament on my show, man. This is a beautiful belt. Black people need this. But from the beginning, there was something about him that I didn't trust. I did not trust. There was something about him. Uh, uh, you know, you know, that black guy who always, who, who always has the, the butt (laughs) or I don't know how to explain it. It's, um, you can just tell that like, he, he not really down for the cause. So I'm like, okay, you are OG, but like, there's something about you. Right. So anyway, I was like, fuck it. I just want to get this over with. I'm done. I just want to get it over with. So we're with these people. They give us a show. They give us one show and half the crowd, half the crowd is our crowd. (laughs) I promote their show. I put something like $3,000 into their show. Right. That's um, paying Merlin commission and uh, promotion. Uh, The extra thousand actually came from promotion. I'm literally their only street team in Washington, D.C. I'm going from places to place, putting up uh, flyers and stuff, Um, handing flyers out, telling people at schools, like doing that. Um, Then uh, the guy, he tells me, he's like, "Um, uh, I want you guys to do more triple threat matches, for uh, for this tournament, I'm like the point of the tour- tournament is to showcase people. I don't want to be cheap and just throw everybody in there because uh, the people who got chosen for the for the um <clears throat> the people who got chosen to be in the tournament they got voted in. We let people vote. We just we put uh, a fucking voting uh, poll out there and we got something like a thousand something votes. And those people, and we ended up choosing like 20 people from that. So like, no, we're not going to do it. We're going to do it like this. We're going to build it like this. And we noticed when we did the math, he was like, uh, he's like, he gave us three shows. We noticed when we did the math, we need an extra show. So at this time, I'm, I'm actually getting Chris to, uh, to help me. I'm getting all these extra people to help me. Um, people were asking to help. Um, I'm like, fuck it, help. We, uh, we we hope we, but we, at the same time we noticed that the guy from C3W was acting funny. Like I told him, we actually had a free show up in uh, Southeast. I had a, a free show down there, and I told him that we were gonna do an extra show. We're gonna have to – We need to do an extra show. I told him. He's like, yeah, 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 and he started acting funny. From that point on, we never heard, never heard back from him. Um, all we up until our first show, he sends this thing this like um he sends this um wacky uh we're 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 terminating our friendship or our partnership um letter uh there was there was no contract signed it was an agreement between brothers to, between men like he sends this thing and he says hey um uh you I don't like. I can't remember what it was. It was like I. I can't. I, it was. It was something ridiculous. It was like you guys um, essentially took our wrestlers, which we didn't. You took our wrestlers and you try to build another. You're trying to build another promotion. Keep in mind, I did not try to build another promotion. We just wanted to get the thing over with. We wanted to equal it out so that way in December. Cause we were planning on bringing in fucking MVP money out of my own pocket. I was planning on bringing MVP to their show to crown, essentially crown who's going to be the champion, you know, just to be there, you know, cause I wanted to get somebody who's a legend to be there. Uh, so he terminated, he terminated Hi. us, right? And from that point on, Chris, because Chris is a petty, petty motherfucker. <laughs> I love him, but he's petty, petty. Chris was like, you know what? Fuck it. We're going to make our own shit. Like, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm with it. The funniest thing, my wife was actually petty about it, too. She was like, you can make your own shit. You don't need him. she was like, fuck it. We're going to do this. We made our own promotion. We, we threw our first show. We, we only had 40 people in the seats. And uh, <laughs> we only had 40 people in the seats. And I'm like, okay, this is not going to work. I, I'm not getting money in return. I need to like at least even out. The next show was packed. Had I don't know what almost almost 150 people in that room. Um, it was a small room. Uh, it probably was more than that because we had we had no it was like no more standing room. Uh, so, but in order to get to this, the reason why this is this is so significant is that those guys from the C3W uh, they said that they didn't, but they. Uh try they, they literally ran a show on the same day we ran a show. They literally tried to like derail us and they couldn't. And that was like that was what happened. And it was way more, it was way more drama than what I what I let on because I'm just tired of talking. But it was way more drama. Uh like people act actively trying to sabotage you and your show and your wrestlers and telling your wrestlers if you work for them, then you can't work for us. I'm like, oh god, it's that Merlin wrestling stuff that made it uh, made it into dc Ugh. but yeah that's the actual story of how we got started it wasn't supposed to be a, a promotion we didn't want to i didn't want to do a promotion but we were just going to do a tournament every year that's it <laughs> so my last question for
2: you before i turn this over to chris and let him ask his questions Ooh. is what kind of
1: advice would you get for up-and-coming wrestlers oh um cardio 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 um uh cardio <laughs> um no find a place find a place where you're um where you're comfortable but not only just comfortable that you're getting pushed because a lot of people a lot of wrestlers get comfortable uh where where they're at and they never reach their potential um somewhere find somewhere where find a trainer that's going to push you that wants you to be better than them that's the trainer that you want you don't want the trainer who's gonna book you on their card and do nothing with you and and keep you around and basically be, uh be there like whipping boy for for five six years and that's five six years of your career that went by when you could have been uh getting booked over here at tna or um uh or announce impact getting booked at TNA and places like that, you know? Mm. Yeah, find fine find fine. and cardio because cardio is very important. <laughs> <laughs> I, I work too I many people who blew up in the first ten minutes. Well the first ten minutes, well first three minutes the blew up. Okay, yeah. <laughs>
0: Nah, that's solid advice. All right. Well, thank you, Cliff, for asking all the good, hard-hitting questions, getting all the juice. <laughs> steam out of my questions now. they less than, but it's okay. All right. So, <laughs> John, sure. I- I'm sure you've been asked before in your career uh, what's your favorite match that you've ever been in. Mm-hmm. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to go the opposite route. What's the worst match?
1: My very first off? match. <laughs> My very first match. Okay. So my very first match, I'm already dealing with this. Like, uh, I know you guys know my story. Um, I'm dealing with a shitload of racism from these people who are supposed to be my trainers. They want me to be essentially crime time. They want me. And, uh, there was another guy that I used to tag with. They wanted us to basically be hood, hood dudes. Like I'm a, like, I'm, from the hood like I don't want to like why would I want to be that in the ring you know um he wants us to do that so I'm like I said no so what I did was I I deliberately went out and got face paint and painted my face as uh as stereotypical african as possible um and wrestled in a match where you're it was I can't remember the name the dude's name—it was like Dog Something or something. These guys who wear these masks, these these big white dudes who wear these masks. Um, I was tag teaming with some random, some some rando, uh, and in the match, the kid calls out the Pedigree. Like literally, like we're going at it. We we plan what we're gonna do, and for I don't know where this kid calls the Pedigree. He, he like, he hooks my arms and he goes, pedigree. Like, first of all, one, I didn't hear him. Then of all, I'm not like, okay, what the fuck is going on here? Okay. If I just power out of this shit and fuck him up, I'd, I'm i going to get heat from somebody else. So, you know what I did? I fucking jumped and, uh, and let him tiger bomb me and, <laughs> and I don't sold this shit. <laughs> don't sold it. I fucking no, so I was like, no, no, and then um, uh, the the match ended all fucking weird. Like, like nobody was pinned. It was like it was somebody came and interfered. It was it was some it was some weird shit. It was it was supposed to be a six minute match, um, just do some tag stuff, do some sim- super simple tag tag stuff, and the big guys are supposed to take everybody out, and then they're supposed to get jumped by somebody else. That never happened. Literally, in the middle of, a, <laughs> in, in this kid wasn't was like five eight, like a hundred and thirty I let and I'm two hundred pounds, I'm probably two sixty at that time. I let him do that because I couldn't figure out what he wanted to be like I was like, Oh, why are you hooking my arms? Like he <clears throat> me and him had words after that, but that was my worst match. Wow I've never been in. It was my very first match. It was my it was worst experience ever. I w- mm mm-mm mm. mm, mm. because of that i go over everything now i annoy people um it's part of the reason why i don't want to work anybody who's uh who's who's a name because i know i'm going to annoy that person uh look i need to go over everything we gonna do everything to the to the t now i know later you're gonna add your character and there's gonna be some um some impromptu stuff that, that's, that's going to happen. But you're not calling out a, re- a fucking pedigree as a regular move, a regular degular move. It, mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm. <laughs> but yeah, that's, wow. that's, that's, that was my worst match. Never again. Never again. <laughs> Never.
2: Uh, I
0: know that's a horrible experience for you, but that's a great story. That's a, mm. that's a really good story. <laughs> All right, my next question. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you could form a survivor series team of, uh, black wrestlers, uh, who are you putting on your team?
1: Chris Adora, uh, Darius Lockhart, um, Will Power, uh, need him. Uh, we, we got five, right? Mm-hmm. So that means I got I gotta add one more person. Hmm. Fuck okay, it. Sunny Kiss.
0: Alright, that's not a bad team. That's, that's my bad. five right there. <laughs> I like that five. I like, that's my I like five. That. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question. Uh, what advice would you give to someone that wants to start their own promotion?
1: Their own promotion? Mm-hmm. Um, <sighs> shit. <sighs> Don't don't be discouraged by other promotions um i've had the unique experience of being born because of another promotion um out of spite essentially uh don't let other promotions uh intimidate you uh ha- yeah don't get discouraged by other promotions because that's what's gonna happen, especially if you're in in a metropolitan area. Uh, there will be other promotions, and because people are so um, bent out of shape about money, and the craziest thing about wrestling is like, uh, wrestling audiences don't give a damn about uh, like like um, was it like uh, having what's the word? God damn it! Uh, loyalty to your brand. They if they like wrestling, they're gonna come to your show right? So you're not going to lose any money. Now you're going to lose. Now, if your show is trash, you're going to lose money. You're going to lose fans. That is on you. That ain't on me for opening up my promotion. If you lose fans, if you have to give out, uh, uh what was it? 75 tickets to fill up your, uh, <laughs> to fill up, to, to make it look like people are coming and see you. If you have to give out that many tickets, uh, <laughs> to get people like fucking basically beg people to come that is on you if uh, just keep uh, keep in your stay in your lane don't let anybody discourage you that's that is my um my uh uh, advice (laughs)
0: that's solid advice yeah all right my my last question for you At, at the end of the day when it's all said and done what do you want johnny cross's legacy in the wrestling business to be
1: Oh, you, it's, it's already there. You, you, think, it, um, so like a Pan-African world basketball wrestling championship, that title is going to go places. Uh, Trish just having it has, has skyrocketed, skyrocketed it. And not only that, there are wrestlers like across seas who want, who want a shot at that, uh, who are in Canada, who are fucking in a Caribbean who want a shot at Trish. So, I think the pan African world Four wrestling championship. That's, that is my legacy. Um, that's the, honestly, I think that's the best I can give. I don't think I'm getting our weight or you know, I, I get hurt too easy. So <laughs> like, I work out too hard and because I work out too hard. I hurt myself. Uh, but I think that's, I think the pan, I think a part WC is going to be my, uh, legacy. It is, it is my legacy. That's what I gave to wrestling. Um, and I get like, I, I spent my own money, my own, uh, deployment money, I was just sitting there. I was like, you know what? I want to do this because I'm tired of us getting overlooked. And I feel like, not because of me, you know, I don't want to be the guy like, oh, it's because of me black wrestlers are being recognized. But I have helped more black wrestlers be recognized, and I think I've done my job well.
0: Awesome stuff, man. All right, Cliff, take Mm it
1: away.
2: All right. So that's all the big. Bad questions that we have for you, man. But we have another set of questions. We Hello. call it a world-famous 10-count questions. It's easy stuff, man. We're going to rapid fire a bunch of questions to you. It's the first thought that comes to your mind. Oh, so, God. The pressure's on because the imaginary timer is going to go off. And ding! Here we go. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. Raw or SmackDown? SmackDown. Favorite podcast?
1: Uh... Mm. so the new day podcast <laughs> i was about to kiss y'all ass <laughs> i'm sorry I've, on, I've only listened to the new day to the new day podcast it's only because my wife downloads it and listens to it too so <laughs> i don't have any time to do anything let's be, let's be anything. honest we will take second place to
2: the New Day podcast because I listen every Monday morning. I get in my car. The first thing I put on is Feel the Power. Trust me. I will-
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a great podcast. It is. It's, it's
2: amazing. Look, <laughs> we're putting them over here. All right. So, Night Owl or Early Bird?
1: Night Owl. Definitely.
2: Too hot or too cold? Too hot. Last show you binge watched?
1: Ooh. Um, devil Man Cry Baby.
2: Okay. Friday night. What are you doing?
1: Getting some ass. <laughs> favorite uh, answer. That's my favorite <laughs> answer.
2: <laughs> All right, Batman or Superman? Batman. All right. <laughs> Not look- one person that you'd want to see on this podcast.
1: One person you would I want to see on this podcast. Hmm. Hmm. Actually. I think it's time that people recognize J.A. from our promotion. Uh, (laughs) I think he should be – he needs to be uh, interviewed. He definitely needs to be interviewed. Um, Yeah, just amazing. Uh, J.A. from our podcast – from our our GM. Yeah, him. J.A.,
2: you heard him. We're coming to get you. We're going to book you on this show. All right, and last but not least, my favorite question to ask every single person who comes on this podcast, favorite curse word fuck (laughs) that's what i'm talking about (laughs) there you go so there's how it goes man that's our 10 count questions so let all of our listeners and viewers know where they can find you
1: uh you can find me on both instagram and twitter is johnny j-o-n-n-y x underscore bruh b-r-u-h all right there you go and then
2: also you have a youtube channel as well
1: oh I damn <laughs> damn I don't forgot my uh, damn it, 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 uh, shit shit <laughs> um because uh, what's what's fucked up about it is that I have so many YouTube channels that like all of my YouTube channels popped in my head <laughs> 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 um, I know how that goes. Yeah, Like, yeah, don't worry. Oh, fuck it. If you, if you like politics and talking about real stuff, then the, I have a channel called Sir Killington, Sir Killington, <clears throat> Sir Killington, Sir Killington of Colorstruck. That it's long. I know. Uh, if you like to laugh, it, my, my, this is the only one of uh, is 88 That's A-N-A-R-C-H-I-O-U-S 88. So, there you go.
2: <laughs> and then as he's also mentioned that he's already written three books
1: and he has a fourth one on the way. Oh yeah. Just Amazon, just go to Amazon, type Judgment Day uh and Jonathan Martin. <laughs> the most generic white name ever. Ah, <laughs>
0: uh, great margin. I
1: mean I mean
2: it's, it's, that's that's pretty that's pretty. You know what? I'm going to give that, that a close second. <laughs> I I'm love gonna give, that. I'm going to give it Oh, am going to give a very close second. <laughs> I love
0: that. Jonathan Martin, that white person (laughs) is going to be real mad as hell when they see that back cover.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, author. (laughs) Oh, my God. With that being said, that's how we're going to wrap this up. So I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller. This is the Three Count Podcast presents Now Into the Ring. I am here with Chris Idle and our special guest Johnny Cross. We will catch you guys later, so you know, check out the next episode and be there or be somewhere else. What's going on, Three Count Nation? I'm Clifford Red Talk Miller with the catchphrase. But what I really want to do right now? Go to twitter.com, right? Go over there, find us at the Three Count Underscore Pod. Give us a follow. Give us a like. Give us a comment. We want to talk to you guys. Go to IG at the three count pod. Give us a like. Give us a follow. Leave us a comment. We want to interact with you. Go to YouTube.com. Give subscribe. Turn the bell on. Turn on notifications. Leave a comment. We want to talk to you. Go to anchor.fm forward slash the three count podcast. And in there, you can leave us a message and we will talk to you. Basically, what I'm trying to tell you is that we want to talk to you. We want to have fun with you guys and we love you. Listening to what you guys have to say. Also, one thing I need you to do for me. The 3 Count Podcast also has merchandise. Oh, at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the 3 Count Pod. Please go buy our t-shirts. We love you guys and we hope you love us too. So, show us some support, please.